0: Hello everyone. Hi everybody, we're back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kristen. And welcome to Black True Crime. If this is your first time here at the show, welcome and hello.
1: Give us a high sign.
0: Today we are going to be discussing a pretty recent case. I think our case last week kind of went to a close recently as well. And it also mirrors A recent case that everybody's been talking about on social media. So I wanted to pick this. I was kind of excited. And Kristen told me last week that I scarred her and I needed to pick something a little bit lighter. So (laughs) this is my attempt. Oh, thank you for at least trying. You're very welcome. And also just a little disclaimer. I have two four-year-olds in my house right now. So if you guys hear anything in the background, that's where that's coming from. It's also trash day. And yeah, (laughs) fuck so just a hot mess coming yeah. from Kayla's side yes so just hang in there with us and also i just want to thank you guys i feel like we have a, a lot of new listeners so welcome we love you feel free to message us any case suggestions you have or any advice you just like to give us respectfully yeah. and you know we can't read to read it we love to read it okay are you guys ready Kristen, Let's are you ready to it awesome What would you do if you only had these two choices to choose from? One, risking losing your life at the violent hands of someone else, or two, risking spending the rest of your life behind bars. Is the choice of defending yourself by any means worth the uncertainty of what will come next? Join us as we discuss what the justice system is doing to a woman named Tracy McCarter wow what an intro you did that sister i be trying you know tracy renee mccarter or johnson i also saw that she went by johnson on her facebook was born on august 5th 1976 or 1975 surprisingly i wasn't able to find the exact year but it's around that time Kristen, what happened in black history in 1976 or 75
1: okay let's get into it you guys now i know that this is based in the states but i really wanted to go outside of the states for this Mm. because for some reason the states is irritating me so let's go to black life in britain in 1976 picture this the debut of the fosters which was the first british sitcom on tv where there was an all-black cast it finally debuts on british tv in 1976 dope This um, sitcom, The Fosters, is supposed to be like a comedy slash like this is real stuff that we're talking about type of TV production. And it is about the joys and the struggles of a black family living in a tower block in South London. Mm. Now, this is supposed to be analogous to um, Good Times, Oh yes, they based this sitcom off of Good Times, which actually came out two years before this did in nineteen
0: seventy four. Oh, I love it. So it's
1: giving because you know how we feel about Good Times. We love Good
0: Times. Good we feel got Good times, times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all of that. Every time, every single
1: time. (laughs) Um, The show was thought to be pretty tamed and not over political, Mm -hmm. but it still addressed some of the racial disparities that was going on in British against black people at the time, as well as addressing some of the issues that lied within the black community at the time. Dope. Dope. Um, there's a specific scene I wanted to talk about where Samuel Foster, who is the dad, mm-hmm. he returns a stolen bag of money to their rightful owner, and he was receiving phone calls, um, little notes in the mail from his, you know, black people, yeah, basically <laughs> mocking how stupid he was for doing that. Sounds like us. <laughs> 100%. <It's> just, <laughs> yes. And they also go in on reverends a lot, and they talk about how, like, you know, some of the reverends were more concerned with the money that the church was bringing mm-hmm. in, rather than, you know, saving the souls of the people that were coming into the church which mm-hmm. we know that to be true as well 100%. And it's just giving like the fosters was only on for one stinking year from 1976 to i believe 1977 they had two seasons no um, way yeah good times lasted way longer than that so yeah. i wonder why mm-hmm. it happened mm-hmm. but some of the prominent actors that did show their face on the foster is lenny henry who played Sunny, which is one of the kids. So if you guys want to know who Lenny Henry is, look him up. Check him out. I might do a Black History segment on it on TikTok. Period. Guys, That's follow us on TikTok today. at yes, Black follow Street Street Crime. Follow us, follow us, follow us on Black True Crime on TikTok. I
0: barely post. So I'm getting better. Okay. <laughs> well, Kristen, that was dope. Really fun. And like straight to the point. So thank you for that of trip course. down history late. Of course. Okay. So Tracy McCarter. Born August 5th, 1976, 75. One of those. She was born and raised in Chicago. And I don't know a lot about her upbringing. I wasn't able to find a lot about it or her academic history. But I do know that she worked hard to get her nursing degree. And by 2014, she had four adult children. Dang. Yeah, she's like a full time mom. I actually have a picture. Oh, I'm here for it. Girl, which one is Tracy? I know, Kristen. She's the one in the back, the one in the blue shirt.
1: Oh my gosh. Mm. She looks young, beautiful. S-
0: super young. She in the
1: TWA. Re-
0: she looks really good. I have a lot of great pictures of her actually that I will be sharing. She's a beautiful woman.
1: Girl. She's cute. <laughs> and she super has a little
0: cute. style. I see these red frames. <laughs> i'm here for it sis. i'm here
1: for it
0: yeah she's looking good so by 2014 tracy had just moved to new york city on a traveling nursing assignment while also studying for her master's degree at columbia girl you're at an ivy league too like come on she's giving in every way she's giving <laughs> She was working as a nurse at an inpatient rehabilitation unit at a New York hospital on the Upper East Side of Manhattan at the time. And this is where she met a woman named Ashley Gray, who'd end up becoming one of Tracy's, like, best friends. And she described Tracy as having a great sense of humor and having a passion for taking care of people.
1: Mm, She's in the right profession. Absolutely. Plus, I heard New York hospitals don't play. Like, you got to be some type of,
0: like... Hoodlum to even Mm -hmm. work there. You need to be like about that life. About that life at all times. They be rolling people in on the brink of death. 17 bullet holes. It's crazy. (laughs) Gotta have some savage about you.
1: Yes. Word up to everybody who works as an essential worker or in hospitals. You guys are so appreciated beyond... Uh, anything I could say right now, so yeah, I appreciate you.
0: Word up, word up, word up while in New York, Tracy rekindled a relationship with an old little boojo that she previously went on couple dates with, and his name was James Murray. Now, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of pictures of him. I do have one, and they're together, so I will be showing you guys that, but show it now, Kristen, please, patience, young fucking unpatient one so his name was james murray right and he had two lived in texas for a time my homegirl lived in texas my homegirl tracy lived in texas tracy also, also oh. shout out to tracy because tracy's my best friend and we just went to breckenridge this weekend to surprise her for her birthday trip that she was taking so hey yeah. girl. shout out to tracy she's so cute <laughs> okay so anyway yeah tracy Lived in Texas previously. She moved to New York from San Antonio and while she was there, she met James. Okay. He also was living in, you know, the same area, and they started sparking up a relationship again. So James was a man of the root of the caucus who was working as a financial consultant in the city. And Tracy's friend Ashley remembers hearing Tracy beam about her. Man. This is what Ashley said. <laughs> Ashley said, quote, she felt like he was her soulmate and he was the one. This was it. End okay. quote. Okay, I'm here for it. Isn't it crazy how wrong we can be? <laughs> like we can be so fucking gung ho and convinced, but shit. But not then real. again,
1: like are we really though? Is there not some little voice in us deep inside that's
0: saying, no, go, don't go? Oh, we're just not listening? 100%, but we could just pass that off as just jitterbugs or (laughs) scared of commitment, you know, not like a life-changing, life-saving decision. This is true. (laughs) Ashley also said that it was always good until it wasn't. So she was alluding to the fact that Tracy had also confided on multiple occasions about the physical abuse that she dealt with from James when he would get drunk. No. Yeah, James is a little drunk. He's an alky. And he even went to rehab. I read that he went five times just within the span of their relationship. And they were together for about four or five years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there is was not
1: soulmate material, ma'am.
0: <clears throat> no, he doesn't have a soul right now because <laughs> the alcohol has it. He's already sold it.
1: His soul is in danger, danger.
0: There was an email obtained by a blog called The Intercept, allegedly from James to Tracy, that said, quote, I can't live with myself hitting you. I can't stop crying and I'm a terrible man, end quote.
1: Mm.
0: Normal response after abuse, you know. You try to save face, you try to come back and make things better.
1: I just, yeah, I mean, remorse. Yeah. It could be real,
0: but it probably didn't stop him from doing it again. Definitely didn't stop. Later that same month, Tracy reached out to her friend Ashley via text and told her that she was scared of James because he had, quote, punched, kicked, and tried to choke her. I'm going to jail.
1: Tracy, like you're such a boss, a bitch. And you mean Mm. to tell me you push four kids out your kooka, but you're letting this man put his hands on you?
0: Listen, listen. Love is a drug. And it it can make you look crazier than a mug. I knew you was going to do that. I knew it. You You knew what's coming. (laughs) Period. Every time. Despite the abuse, Tracy was in love and the Mm. two went on to marry. In 2019, shucks, man. So there comes the picture, and from the picture, they look happy. They look cute together. James looks like you know he's a looker, and it just gives like a oh vibe.
1: It just gives like you would never know unless you knew them. What unless was going you knew. on
0: exactly? At the time of the couple's wedding, James was sober, but after just a couple of months of being married, the drinking started again, and with it, the physical abuse.
1: I mean, like, look at Tracy, though. She looks like she's a solid, thick woman who Mm -hmm. can handle her own. Her arms look bigger than his. Like, (laughs) I'm just, I'm here for her strength,
0: her physical
1: strength alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, she she gives me the vibe of like i am a powerful woman you know i know my strength, and i really feel like with her being in the healthcare industry and wanting so much to help people it kind of was more of the basis kristen please
1: (laughs) i couldn't see
0: myself y'all gotta get on patreon kristen's (laughs) a mess every time she's a mess okay so But no, seriously, I think it was just based on her wanting to really help him, loving him and also wanting to help him. And, you know, she just got lost in that.
1: Isn't that what we always do? We always try to pick up a broken bird, someone that we, we feel like we
0: can fix. Kristen literally brought up that she thinks that we are Captain Save a Hose and we use our P words. She said pussy. That's what she said. And we've had a past of just wanting to save whoever the fuck and thinking, oh, if I bang him, maybe he'll be better. And that's just (laughs) not true. No, you have to go in more detail. First of all, pussy has power, period.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Second of all, I feel like we... Like, I feel like personally, I'll speak for myself that mm-hmm. I have done something where I see somebody like they're awesome person. They have great potential. But there's like one little thing. Yeah. and like I want to help them through that. So, yeah. of course, I'm using all of my powers because that's <laughs> what I literally want to do. But yes, mm-hmm. I just feel like that sometimes women, we have this tendency to want to heal. Mm-hmm. And that's like a part of us. And yeah, yeah. I get where Tracy's coming from.
0: I'll right. That. Me too. Just three months after their wedding in August of 2019, Tracy made a video on her cell phone that shows a naked and drunk James screaming, give me my cigarettes. And he's like doing it over and over again. And after she says she doesn't have those cigarettes, he yelled like close up to her ears in her face and then pulled her hair. And you could like hear Tracy screaming, let my hair grow, like stop pulling my hair. And after that, she points the camera up at James and it shows him like holding her hair. So after that, James walks away and then he turns back toward Tracy and like grabs her in kind of a bear hug way around her shoulders. I guess he's like squeezing her Mm -hmm. and it's like right above her shoulders and she's just screaming, Jim, stop it. So it's just a scary, horrible This could go either way type of situation. And when someone's drunk, that shit is not a vibe.
1: Yeah. I wonder like what happens in that moment. Do you have enough? Because you know about the fight or flight. Yeah. So it's like, am I fighting? Am I fleeing? Or am I out of it? And just understand that this has happened time and time again. So Mm -hmm. now I'm more like rationalizing the situation. Yeah. Instead of going based
0: off of instinct. Well, I feel like maybe since it's happened so many times that there is a sense of like if I scream enough or if I, you know, fight it back enough, he'll eventually stop. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's really just about what she's been used to and what her body is now naturally reacting to in a situation like this she or is. how her body's reacting. Yeah, it's scary. Tracy had decided that enough was enough, though, and in July of 2019, the mother of four moved out of the home she shared with James and into her own apartment, period.
1: Wait, what? He – you said something happened in August – the video, and then she moves out in July?
0: They said that she moved out in July, but in August is when the video was either created or came out. That wasn't made clear, and she hasn't gone to trial yet. I can tell you guys that now. So we don't really know the details about that necessarily. Okay. But yeah, so July she moved out, August the video, because even though she moved out, she was still in contact with him. She was still being around him. Mm -hmm. So it could have still happened after she had already moved out. Once Tracy moved out, James was in and out of rehabs. So he was like staying in hotels or, you know, just literally living on the street. It's like textbook addiction. So being the good hearted person that Tracy is, she still wanted to help him out. And this would probably be a decision that she may regret today. Mm. I'm Annie from Boston, Massachusetts. And I'm Johanna from Vienna, Austria. We're the hosts of Fresh Hell, your international podcast that covers murder, mystery, and the macabre throughout history. Are you interested in the 3,569 ways your household could have killed you in the Victorian era? Do you know how malaria and syphilis played a role in the John List family murders?
1: And have you ever wondered what Prince Albert's sex chair had to do with the murder of Stanford White? Okay, nothing. It had nothing
0: to do with it. We're still telling you about it, though. It's a pretty great sex chair. If you're looking for another show that talks about Ted Bundy, this is probably not the podcast for you. But if you're looking for two women that cover lesser-known cases from all over the world with a lot of background information...
1: So much background information that you will rock your local pub quiz from now on.
0: Then find Rachelle Podcast on your favorite podcast app. We also have German cannibals. See you soon. Tschüss on the evening of march 2nd 2020 tracy received a call from james saying that he lost his the keys to his airbnb that he was staying at and tracy could already tell he was super drunk so she was like you know what just come over you can stay the night till you sober up whatever tracy tracy girl my girl tracy
1: Ah, oh, i'm fangirling like her hair is everything her look is everything it's
0: giving pop Cicero. Yeah who's almost (laughs) called you out of your name (laughs) chicago (laughs) he had it coming okay chicago all i have to say is chicago
1: yes absolutely it's giving chicago
0: broadway Love it. Oh, I almost got chills. I'm going to go <laughs> listen to that song after this episode, no shade.
1: You literally had it in your playlist at one point.
0: It's it's still there. It's still there. <laughs> but once James got there, he wasn't trying to be on no cool shit. He wasn't trying to sober up. Oh no. He was trying he de- to act up. Act up. He demanded that Tracy give him some money so he could go get more alcohol. And at first Tracy said like no, you know. You're already drunk. No. But James wasn't going for that and started to actually wrestle her for her purse. I'm just getting physical. Tracy yelled for help and let go of her purse so he could stop, like, attacking her. Mm-hmm. But according to Tracy, James was still being physically aggressive toward her. So she picked up a knife that was nearby and held it out toward him to, like, in an effort to keep him away from her. Right. And probably not even thinking Tracy was serious, James continued to, like, come forward. And also he's drunk, you know, so he was just being super aggressive. And that's when the knife she was holding out stuck him in the upper chest area. Wow. And after he was stuck, Tracy started screaming, screaming, screaming for help. And because obviously she's a nurse, she put pressure on the knife wound in an attempt to stop the bleeding. Right. And there were like three cuts on James's neck as well. So that could have been like from the physical altercation beforehand. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. But one of the neighbors heard her screams and came to the apartment to see what was going on. And then they called 911. Okay. The superintendent of the building would later say that Tracy, quote, was yelling, please help, please help. Okay. So it's very clear that she's obviously trying to get help for James. She doesn't want him to die. Right. She was literally defending herself and didn't even
1: want to do that.
0: Right. Within 10 minutes of the 911 call, about 10 police officers arrived at the scene and were able to witness Tracy kneeling on the floor, putting like pressure on James's wound Mm -hmm. while vocally saying, Jim, please stay with us. You know, please. Like she's saying this in front of them. And this was also caught on body cam footage. So right in our faces. Once paramedics took over, officers proceeded to put Tracy in handcuffs, so she's arrested, mm-hmm. and the body cam footage would show Tracy yelling, quote, "No, please, no, He was fighting me. I don't understand, and I was ringing for help end quote she, she was, so she's just really confused as to why she's being arrested. Tracy was understandably an emotional wreck. So officers transported her to the hospital for, quote, extreme emotional distress. And while she was there, she told a psychiatrist that she was scared that James would kill her since he tried to choke her in the past. Mm -hmm. Valid fear. James was rushed to the hospital but was pronounced dead on arrival. Man. Yeah. So basically, Tracy at this point was under arrest on murder charges, you know. Despite what she's been telling them, what happened, they don't care.
1: Kayla, Uh this is hard.
0: This is sad. And she was held at Rikers Island with no bail.
1: Rikers? All of that?
0: Yeah, she's a New York girl. You know, everybody in New York goes to Rikers. Rikers. That shit. You know, that shit's getting shut down. We talked about that on a previous episode. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, a lot happens between the time a murderer is arrested and the time they go to trial. And in this case, one could argue that these charges could be dropped altogether.
1: Yeah. Hello. You know. And
0: uh, when there's no paper trail, people don't want to listen, which is just right. so frustrating. Even though they're. We'll get to it. Okay. Okay. Well, Tracy's legal representation immediately started going after the charges being dropped because based on the information that they had, I mean, they gathered evidence of the history of violence that was well documented. So there was documentation with police. The June 2018 email, remember I told you about that, um, and also related text messages to that situation. They also brought up the 2019 video recording James assaulting Tracy. Right. They even presented a police report from 2009 involving James and his ex-wife. The report suggested that James had grabbed his ex by the arm, pulled her hair, and then pushed her to the ground. Well, there the, you have it. James is aggressive when he's drunk. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. The report also included that it was not the first time she'd been attacked by her husband. It was just the first time she actually reported, reported it. it. Yeah, and she went as far as to request a restraining order. Wow. Mm hmm. So I feel like in any situation, Even if the man or the woman that's being accused of domestic violence isn't guilty in that situation, I think all of these things should be taken into consideration because being violent in these type of ways in the past almost guarantees it to happen in the future. And that's not me being morbid, that's pattern, that's statistics, that's based on something.
1: (laughs) Especially if the behavior is linked to something that that person has not stopped doing which right. is drinking like hello even yes. if he had his little moments where he stopped he went back to it mm-hmm. so it's like this is easy he gets aggressive when he drinks he's still drinking so that means he's aggressive right these are called mitigating factors and it should be on tracy's behalf
0: correct mitigating factors for tracy exactly and we all know that a lot of addiction Based situations and you know diseases are associated with a higher chance of being aggressive. I'll say mm-hmm. you know of violence. Mm-hmm. Naturally, the defense shared these findings with the prosecution because that's what you're supposed to do, in hopes that they will be able to use the evidence to corroborate Tracy's claims of self-defense. Mm-hmm. They included that at the time of his autopsy, James had a blood alcohol level of 0.12 or 0.14 which is a good amount higher than the legal 0.08. So he's clearly intoxicated.
1: Yeah, a great amount higher.
0: Right. And if anything, that's one thing that does corroborate what Tracy said about that night, him being drunk, coming over because he lost his keys. Right. But when presented with this specific information, the prosecution decided they would not be presenting this evidence to the grand jury because it, quote, did not demonstrate a meaningful pattern of domestic violence end quote and that james wasn't that drunk
1: (laughs) okay so
0: disgusting. do we like are you making this comical like should i be laughing because this is funny like this doesn't really seem like someone should have actually said this oh he's not that drunk Are
1: you joking? But she's the one getting her tail whooped every time he's drunk. He could have three beers and lose his shit. That's what I'm saying. You you don't get to determine
0: that. You don't even know this dude. It's not giving. It's not giving. It's it's annoying. During an April 2020 hearing, New York City Supreme Court Judge Diane Kiesel or Keisel, expressed uneasiness about the prosecution of Tracy saying that quote, I have to say, I have some concerns about whether this woman is a victim of domestic violence and whether this is not part and parcel of a long history in which she felt some need to defend herself, end quote. Okay. But the judge still denied Tracy's bail. Okay. Where I, is
1: she gonna go like, Her whole life is in this place. She's a nurse.
0: She's a stand-up citizen. Well, they said because she worked as a travel nurse previously, she had means and, you know, opportunity to leave the state. So, or even the country maybe. You know, I don't know what the logistics are around being a travel nurse, but they were basically saying that she was a flight risk. She's which I, is fully bullshit i read that they said well she has family in texas so she could just go to texas bitch if she has family in texas don't you think she'll be with her family in texas right. don't you think she, she you could easily find her and even if she didn't have family in texas she could still take her ass to texas so it's and like- look at tracy for goodness sakes this bitch is i mean she's not a bitch you know what i'm saying yeah she's not on that
1: and if she wanted to run, she would have ran. While she was literally that whole time screaming for help exactly. for people to come, she could have exactly. just left then.
0: Exactly, she should have. She could have just killed him and disappeared if that was something she wanted to do, or made him disappear. Shoot, not shoot. And the problem. It is sad, and the prosecution was being so gross about it. They were theorizing that Tracy killed James over money, saying that some of the officers made statements about the purse that were in conflict with Tracy's statements. So I guess maybe they're saying that they found the purse in a different location that Tracy initially said that it was because, remember, she said that he was trying to pull the purse off of her. Right. So I'm not really sure. They also even said that Tracy confessed to stabbing him after he tried to take money from her. This is what they said. And Tracy. That is such a
1: paraphrase. I I can literally smell the paraphrasing.
0: You can smell the oversimplification. And that's what Tracy's defense team also argued. They were like, come on, bro. She never fucking said that. She told you guys he came in the house trying to take her purse away and attacking her. And in process of protecting herself, he was stabbed. You know, like, don't play that game. And And this is something that they wrote down. So it's like, you already know the justice system is fucked up. And where does it really start? With the people on the street, the police. After the prosecution brought up her killing James over money, I'm assuming they realized how stupid that was. So they shifted their focus to jealousy, saying that, quote, at the time of the victim's death, he was seeing other women and the defendant was extremely jealous. The the totality of the evidence makes it clear that this is not a situation of self-defense and that there's something more than that, end quote.
1: Okay, you're corny. Like how can I just don't understand if like the words of Maya Angelou, if someone shows <laughs> you who they are Believe then, believe them. Mm-hmm. And you have all of this evidence showing you who James is, but right. you choose to go digging and diving and trying to find some weird story. Like I understand the prosecution, this is what y'all are here for
0: to prosecute. Right. right.
1: But at the same time, it's giving vendetta.
0: It's giving one like, track minded. I've already decided what caused the situation and i just need to prove it wow. i need I, I need to create the narrative i need to create the evidence to support the narrative i've already decided on
1: and regardless of the truth
0: oh yeah the truth what does the truth have to do with the anything? truth be damned at this point kristen almost every time wow but i do want to say that Tracy and James were in an open relationship even before they got married. They were in an open relationship. They were doing their own thing on the side and they took that openness into their marriage. So if James was seeing other women, why would Tracy be jealous? How do you? I think it's really hard to fuck up an open relationship. (laughs) So that's it.
1: Also. Tracy was the one who moved out so I'm assuming that she knew like what could potentially come with that yeah James is obviously like office rocker sometimes so when he's drunk he could do anything he could be with anybody and in anybody's
0: bed I don't think she would trip over that to kill him for it I doubt her focus was who he was fucking I think her focus was let me stop getting my ass beat which is what she's telling you guys but you don't seem to believe it
1: and another thing that just popped up in my mind, maybe the reason why Tracy allowed this stuff to happen. Obviously, she wanted to heal uh, James, but also there's probably something in her that would accept this type of behavior from a man. But also look at her body and her physical stature. She probably thought at some point in time she could take James if she really needed to. Hmm. <laughs> I get the vibes of like at the end of the day, I feel like she's the type of woman who would do what needs to be done when it came down to it. Yeah, and that's exactly what she did. And I feel like she's always
0: had that in her and maybe she even knew it. Well, hey, I hope all women have that survival instinct in them, you know, because they're absolutely because there are men out here that want you to not be okay, want you to not survive. They want to like destroy you because they hate themselves. When the 2018 video was brought up, the prosecution said, quote, It's not entirely clear from the video, but at some point the phone goes down so you can't see what's happening. It's quite possible he puts her into some sort of chokehold, but it would have been for a very short period of time." End quote. How would you know? Like, why are you acting like you were there? And the thing is, I don't care if I'm in a chokehold for two seconds, bitch. You put me in a chokehold, you're trying to incapacitate me in some way either Temporarily or permanently, ho, and I can't be responsible for how I respond to that.
1: Which is one of the reasons why chokeholds are illegal now. Even the police cannot cannot use them.
0: Yeah, it's just you know you could hit the wrong pressure point and it's fucking over and with. And they're done. So don't give me that prosecution. And the prosecutor is a woman, by the way.
1: Wow. Oh. So, you snake. which just
0: makes it so much fucking worse. You snake. So basically, she's saying it's okay for a man to put a woman in a chokehold at any time. Okay. As long as it's it's not too long. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. This is fucking gross. But wait, there's more. The prosecution also argued that Tracy was being physically abusive toward James as well and attempted to cite an incident where James apparently called 911 and said that Tracy had hit him while he was in the shower. (laughs) It's the reach in for me. I just. Okay. It's the region. But the police report from that day tells a different story. Of course it does. Because the prosecution is just full of shit fucking Baby lies lying. right now. Kristen, no. Straight up fucking lying. According to the report, James was so drunk. He couldn't even stand with the reporting officer writing about James. He quote is an alcoholic who had a relapse and an argument with his wife at location. Verbal dispute no physical injury end quote kayla where did she get that from where did the prosecution get that from i don't think they should be able to fucking lie like this like i genuinely think lying in a fucking murder case any case really where someone is facing any type of jail time or fucking anything the prosecution should not be lying and if they are lying give them the chair like because you're playing contempt. with somebody's life.
1: Absolutely, and if and if James had told her that's how it happened, that's how it went down. Put him on the stand and let him say that out of his own mouth. Exactly. You shouldn't have the right to say something that's not even corroborated with the police report. You're
0: trying to stick with the facts. Well, stick to him then. Yeah, and James is dead, so he can't get on the stand well, and say anything. Yeah, you know the only they, Kristen, <laughs> well, <laughs> the. Just, <laughs> Where have you been? Did you forget who the victim was?
1: (laughs) Okay. I said it because I was like, where did she get that story if not Mm -hmm. from James? But James is dead. So that means she really just lied and made it up. Just made it up.
0: Sorry. You know, we don't know who you were. But hey, if you're in the middle of attacking Tracy when you lost your life, James. Yeah. We all have regrets. Yeah. That's all I can say.
1: Yeah. Not to say you deserve to lose your life, but you
0: also... (laughs) should not have been
1: attacking someone
0: putting yourself in danger too because you put yourself in danger when you were putting tracy in danger Time and time again. Time and time again. Oh, and not to mention there were text messages that showed Tracy and James talking about how she had to put a knife to him when he had tried to choke her out before. So this is, Kristen, there, this is the perfect, if Tracy was really trying to get away with murder, she's doing a really good job because the paper trail is clear as day. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the first time that she's had to defend herself in such an aggressive way from him, you know, Mm -hmm. with a knife. And then this time, he was just like, hey, fuck it. I don't
1: care. I don't
0: care. And practically just ran into the knife, doggone it. That's what it's giving. Despite her legal team working really hard to get the murder charges dropped, the courts just weren't having it. Her job at the hospital was even like, listen, we need her back. COVID is going crazy right now because, you know, it's smack dab in the middle of the COVID Mm -hmm. and they were short staffed. So do whatever you have to do, monitor her, but just give her back. Tracy stayed in Rikers for almost seven months before finally being given a bail and required to wear an electronic monitoring device upon her release. 46-year-old Tracy McCarter is still facing a second-degree murder charge and a manslaughter charge. Wow. And, yeah, is she's out right now, um, but she's still facing those charges. Second-degree murder. Wow. Second you guys are really murder. pushing the envelope here. Yep. And assault or manslaughter.
1: I can understand the manslaughter because mm-hmm. I believe in there there's, there's room for it to be accidental or something like that.
0: Uh I think with the manslaughter charge, if she were to plead guilty to manslaughter, she may get lucky enough to only have probation, maybe like 15 years of probation or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I hope she doesn't have to go through all this shit at all. Yeah, but she we was not see the- our
1: justice system and how they freaking work. And like this... I don't ever really say this phrase, but in this moment, I really want to say like protect our
0: black women. Which you should say it more.
1: Which (laughs) I probably will say it more because it's real. You know, like who, who's going to protect us when we're already seen as, you know, this and that and the third, and we're right. not really seen as a weakling or a weak link. People don't really pity the black woman Mm-mm. because we're always seen as so strong. So it's like in this moment, who is going to stand for Tracy? Her defense is trying. Yeah, and but even we need- if someone is higher to hold.
0: James accountable even though he's dead not just James the prosecution because the prosecution is botching this shit they are not doing what they're supposed to do which is find the real evidence and base their investigation on that base the evidence that they're presenting to the court on that you know they're creating shit pulling shit out of their asses and is it because James is a man of the root of the caucus who works in the financial sector in New York is that playing a part the obvious answer is yes but I digress. And one of the things that's really frustrating is that Manhattan D.A. Alvin Braggs initially was on Tracy's side and even tweeted, quote, I hashtag stand with Tracy prosecuting a domestic violence survivor who acted in self-defense is unjust. Period. You know, he openly said that. And I think he was running for office or something like that so that's kind of why a lot of people were like mm, is this being genuine
1: right or is it convenient
0: exactly and they were proven right because as soon as he was elected he changed his tune and turned his back on her you're he's- corny Kristen he's worse than corny
1: you're talking about justice but as soon as you get what you want you flip the switch
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. and these are the people we elect oh yeah and he's a black man hmm <laughs> A round, bald headed black man. <laughs> so it's like, so like,
1: it kind of goes back to the Fosters and how they said there's their own struggles within the black community because there really is. yeah. And it shouldn't have to come down to black and white. It shouldn't have to come down to male and female. You know, yeah. we should all see each other as equal. But in some way, we continue to try to divide ourselves and yeah. not a healthy
0: way either, not represent um, representing each other's differences. Alvin said that he was going to, quote, scrutinize domestic violence before deciding to prosecute, end quote. So basically, I think he's meaning that he's just going to, do everything he can to test the integrity of Tracy's domestic violence claims. And if they stand his test of integrity, then he may not prosecute her. But we'll see. Okay. Men. I can't even say men because the prosecution was a woman and she was just as fucking garbage. Ariel Robbins, one of Tracy's daughters, said about Alvin, quote, It feels like a bait and switch. You said that you don't believe in her being prosecuted and yet your office is prosecuting her. So what's changed between then and now besides the fact that you're in power? Right. (laughs) Period. That's the question. Ashley, Tracy's eldest daughter said, quote, I was three months pregnant when my mom was arrested. My mom couldn't be with me during my pregnancy. I gave birth while she was not, while she was not charged, but confined to Rikers. We were hoping that there would be some sort of forward movement so my mom can clear her name dragging this out traumatizes the entire family not just my mom end quote and i think it's crazy because she said that tracy was in rikers not, not charged. charged and she was in there for six to seven months that doesn't even sound right that's a violation of every fucking human right written down in that damn constitution and we don't know if she wasn't charged the entire stint that she was there right right but you have to be charged with something to even have a bail he- hearing So I'm genuinely confused. Maybe the timeline is just a little off, but either way, if she spent any time in records other than like the 48 hours or 72 hours, whatever they were able to hold her after the incident and they were questioning her without being charged, somebody fucked up. And she should automatically, ah. she should automatically have been released based on that acquittal tracy's defense team asked the court to reduce tracy's bail package meaning the amount she was being held on and allow her to get ptsd treatment in florida since they didn't offer it in new york the prosecution even agreed to this but female judge melissa jackson said quote there is a victim in this case and that is james murray i am going to deny your application
1: i just don't like Okay." Like, are you trying to be objective? Because if you were trying to be objective, you would say that there were two victims here. Right. Yeah. So and it's like, are you not. trying to be a hard ass? Because you're like, oh, I'm a woman and they're going to think that I'm trying to stick up for another woman. Like, what is going on here?
0: What I think is going on is the pro- the justice system doing exactly what it was built to do. And it's oppressing. It is avoiding the truth, fucking covering up shit. And I don't want to say that the entire, it's just how I don't like to say definitively America is racist, right? Mm -hmm. Because that suggests that everyone here is racist and obviously everyone isn't. Mm -hmm. But to say that the justice system purposely goes out of its fucking way to oppress and imprison people of color will be 100% fact. You know, whether you're God, America, country type of person or the other side of the spectrum.
1: I mean, not everyone's gonna see it that way, but you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you cannot ignore these cases. Right. Time and time and time
0: again, you're setting a precedent. Yep, And in October of 2021, a Staten Island judge vacated another like conviction. It was a man named Jason Serrano. He was convicted in 2018 after body cam footage showed officers planting marijuana in his car, which led to his false arrest. So we're basically seeing that New York is corrupt, which is something that we already fucking knew. But just as early as 2018, a conviction had to be vacated because some people... Straight up bullshitted and lied.
1: Like it's giving Gotham
0: City. It is Kristen, but New York is based on. Gotham is based off New York. New York. So as of right now, April twenty twenty two, Tracy's trial date has not been set yet if the da does not drop the charges and she is convicted she will be facing 25 years in prison however because of the 2019 domestic violence survivors justice act tracy could petition for a lesser sentence she's not guaranteed to get it but you know she can't try columbia has suspended tracy from studying there and tracy's job at the hospital has also been put on ice because of the charges. But she has been volunteering by phone with a New York City program that provides hotels for people who are otherwise unable to quarantine. So she's still being Tracy. Despite her situation, she's finding a way to help people.
1: Tracy, I wish you the best. Oh, my goodness.
0: I really do. She is confined to her apartment, so she spends a lot of time FaceTiming her children and her first grandbaby named Olivia Renee. Hmm. If you guys want to help spread the word about Tracy's case and want to sign a petition or even donate, I will include that for you guys. Um, I'll include it on our website and I'll include it in the ep- episode description below. Now, I wanted to bring up this case because it's very similar. And like I said, it's getting a lot of media coverage. On April 3rd, 25-year-old Courtney Cheney, Cheney something, stabbed her boyfriend to death. 27-year-old Christian Abumseli in an apartment that they shared in Miami. Courtney, who works as an OnlyFans influencing like model person, is a white girl with connections and has not even been arrested for the murder. She's also been seen out in public having drinks with her daddy, living her best life. And people are really up in arms, pissed about it. There have been claims of domestic abuse being involved in this situation as well. And the thing is, she wasn't arrested. All she had to say was, he was attacking me. And now she's out on the street doing whatever the fuck.
1: What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to not draw conclusions, not connect
0: the dots? What are we actually supposed to do? Are we supposed to be ignorant to the facts? Because this is facts. Like, we're not just looking for this. This is blatant in our face. It's sick. And I know that Homeboy has said a lot of things about black women on Twitter, you know, about a decade ago. They were disgusting. A lot of us are upset by us. I mean, me and Kristen. Yeah. And honestly, we had to do a little bit of soul searching to figure I mean, out who
1: wouldn't like <laughs> you're literally coming for me and and then and, and then people I'm that look like have, me and then i'm expected to have pity for your situation it's right. like the only thing that i do feel is that he shouldn't have lost his life right and yeah. his killer needs to go punished
0: absolutely absolutely and that is what the important part of this is so if you feel led to fight for justice for christian or whatever you feel led to do do it if you feel like hey i'm gonna mind my business on this one catch you on the next one that's your prerogative as well i just want you guys to know on this show because a lot of people have sent the case to us i want you guys to know that on this show we don't believe he should have lost his life however we're completely disgusted horrified square the fuck up about the comments that he made about black women
1: yeah we're gonna and fight th- that's for our what's right every single time yep. you know like on either side it's not always about color it's about what the fuck is actually right and yeah. he was wrong for what yeah. he said and this situation but she was of, wrong she completely was wrong and you have to just stand for what you believe in okay yeah. i don't mm-hmm. want people to get so blindsided on oh well this is my side no you you get to choose
0: what you believe in every right. single situation. Yeah. And it's not always black and white. So be patient with yourself and really do that soul searching to find out. Don't let social media just de- decide how the fuck you're supposed to feel. Right. Because they be really trying to do that. <laughs> you can get lost.
1: Yeah. And it's okay to feel any way that you feel because it's yeah. your experience.
0: Absolutely. And that is our case, you guys, for this week. Mm-hmm.
1: Woo! that was heavy in a different way but i prefer Mm -hmm. this way than the
0: last one i know you do i know you do so what did you guys think do you guys feel that tracy should be facing second degree murder charges do you feel like courtney should be facing murder charges how do you feel about what is going on right now and how the justice system is picking favorites yeah tell us we want to know we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really, really helps us. And spread the word, y'all. Spread the word. We also have some surprises coming up really soon that I'm super excited about. And it involves you guys being able to see us in person. Mm-hmm. I think I said too much already. I'm about to say she didn't even tell me, so. Yeah. Yeah. Kristen, you, Kristen, you do know about it. You just oh, forget everything. Okay, about it. Okay. Shh. Okay. Love y'all. Go ahead, Kristen. And as always,
1: be safe, protect your peace, and protect your space so we don't have to cover your case. Bye. Bye. You have a right to kill me. I have a right to do that.
0: But you have no right to judge me.